Fellow Mountaineers, you made it to another episode of the Bearded Eared podcast titled Trust the Beard. In this episode, we'll do a quick review of the Texas Tech win and a deep dive into the numbers as we preview West Virginia at TCU. I want to remind all the old grads and young lads, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Just search Trust the Beard. And you can follow me on social media, on X or on Facebook at Earbeard for more content. That's E-E-R-B-E-A-R-D. But without further ado, we'll get into episode 11, which I have titled Fort Dearth. Hey everybody, thanks for joining in. I'm going to do a quick review of the Texas Tech game. I won't go into to too much detail. There's really just one stat that I want to point out. But overall, uh, West Virginia sits at 3-1. and one. This is where we want it to be, right? This is what I projected that we had to be uh, to have a good season. You know, maybe 7-8 wins, if not more. Um, like I said, I've, I've tweeted before, since 2000, um, you know, teams or West Virginia teams that had seven or eight wins on the season typically started out three and one. So we've taken that first step uh, through the first third of the schedule. And, uh, I, you know, I like where we're at. The uh, defense to me is legit. I think it is an A plus defense, um, at least so far. I don't know that we can hold up. Uh, in the long haul, uh, this kind of performance without some help from the offense, but certainly through the first four games, it is our ultimate strength, which is great because coming into the season, we weren't sure, right? We thought the secondary was going to be horrendous, uh, and we didn't know about the linebacker, and really, we were kind of questioning the D-line, right? With Stills gone, you know, who's going to step up? You know, we didn't have the Will linebacker uh, settled in because they were all young. You know, the secondary, we thought maybe have a repeat performance from 2022 that all has been put to bed Uh, I think the defense no longer has many questions on it I think the biggest one for the defense after Texas Tech is how long can they keep up this kind of performance without the help of the offense Um, so overall you know I think the defense gets an A up to this point um the Texas Tech game, in, in uh, specifically, I think is a B for the performance. Uh, the offense, or I'm sorry, the defense gets an A. The offense is C. Uh, you know, we we did what we had to do, um, but you know, we scored more points than we have all season uh, as as far as you know, P5 or G5 opponents, uh, Division One. But there's still uh, there's a lot to uh, a lot left to be desired. Uh, to be frank. And uh, hopefully we can step it up. You know, we do have a young guy under center with Nico. Uh, I think he's learning the ropes. He did what he had to do against Texas Tech. And hopefully the offense begins to evolve more. And and really, I think it's just execution. Uh, I know Neil Brown gets a lot of, um, we'll say say crap for play calling. I don't think it's the play calling. Because if you watch the Texas Tech game, the calls were there. Right, the plays were there to be made. We had dropped passes, um, you know, one for a touchdown, really two for a touchdown. The one to Hudson Clement was wide open. Um, you know, that could have been, I think, like a 70, 80 yard score. Um, 
like I said, the other one, Cole Taylor dropped in the end zone, and then Devin Carter had one bounce off of him and go for an interception. So the the plays are there to be made. Uh, we're just not executing at at a level high enough to turn those into touchdowns or at least big gains. So I think that's where we have to improve moving forward. I don't think that's a shock to anybody. But going back to the one stat uh, I wanted to look at, and this was an X factor I had uh, coming into uh, the game on Saturday. And I said that West Virginia led Texas Tech in turnovers and penalties. Now, we didn't win the turnover battle, uh, but we overcame it. But we won the penalty battle. And honestly, I think that was a big reason that West Virginia won. Uh, if you look at the the stats for that line, uh, Texas Tech had nine penalties for 96 yards. West Virginia had three for 20. 96 yards. That's almost an entire football field worth of penalties. That is huge. Uh, and if you remember watching the game, I can think of at least three or four times it seemed like our drive offensively was extended because of Texas Tech penalties and maybe their drives were cut short due to their penalties. Um, so that stuff plays a factor. I, you know, I, I think sometimes it gets brushed off. But like I said, I, I use that in my stats because I think it's a discipline thing. And, and like I said, the mental aspect of the game, that's kind of how it can be measured, right? W- whether your team is disciplined enough to stay away from penalties. And West Virginia is. You know, we've come a long way over the last four years. That always seemed to be something... Uh, that nagged us, but at this point, uh, it's really become uh, a strength for the team. So overall, like I said, I give that performance a B. Uh, we are where we should be at three and one, and uh, you know, looking forward to Texas uh, or I'm sorry, TCU coming up on Saturday. So now we'll jump into the numbers and we'll see where West Virginia comes out. Okay, everybody, it's that portion of the episode again where we get a little nerdy, right? We crunch some numbers, so get out your calculators, your horn rim glasses, your pocket protector, lab coat, whatever you got laying around. Uh, We'll jump right into this. Um, So again, we'll go through my stats I collect for uh, preseason ratings, and we'll start with average scoring margin. But just to clarify before we get started... These stats are only against Division I opponents, so Power 5 and G5. I do not calculate FCS. And as of right now, in these categories, uh, TCU leads in four of them. Uh, So out of seven, uh, TCU leads in four. Again, West Virginia three. Some basic math there. But starting out with uh, average scoring margin, uh, TCU is ranked 32 and they outscore their opponents on average 12.3 points per game. West Virginia is at a negative 1.7, and they rank 65th. I know that can kind of seem alarming, that on average we are outscored by that much. Uh, Most of that has to do with the Penn State game. Um, You know, that was our our only defeat of the season, but certainly our our biggest margin, Uh, even of our wins. We haven't beat anybody by that much. But if you look at the pit game coming into that, we were ranked 118. Texas Tech, we were ranked 81. And as I said, for TCU, we are 65. So certainly we are trending up in that category um, the more games we play. 
So for yards per play, TCU leads. Uh, they are ranked 27th at 6.3 yards, which is uh, extremely good for an offense. West Virginia, we are near the bottom at 3.9, ranked 128. So certainly that is something uh, we're going to have to improve on. Uh, certainly for this game and as the season goes, we are ranked, uh, like I said, 128, 3.9. Um, that's not great. And actually we were 4.4 going into Pitt and we were four going into Texas Tech. So actually we've kind of been trending down uh, slightly as the season goes on, which is not a good thing. Um, part of that could be because of Markio coming in, right? You shorten the playbook, certainly against Pitt. Um, you know, we, we had the lead and the game plan was just to keep it and, and not give the ball away. So we did run a lot more, even though we didn't have a lot of explosive plays. But again, certainly that's something that's going to have to get better as the season goes. Uh, opponent yards per play. West Virginia leads TCU in this. We are ranked 37th. We give up 4.9 yards per play, and they are ranked 62nd, and they give up 5.4. So we have a slight edge, but I will tell you if we can uh, get up to 5.4 yards against TCU, we will most likely win the game. Um, the way our defense is playing, if the offense can increase that yardage from 3.9 to 5.4. That would be tremendous. And really doesn't even have to go that high. If we could probably get to 4.5 yards, I think that would make a big difference. Um, punts per game. Now, this is a category, if, if you're not familiar with these stats, and I'll, I'll kind of review it real quick, um, you know, if you're just kind of joining the, the podcast, I look at punts almost the same way I look at turnovers, right? You're, you're essentially giving the ball back to the other team. And there's three ways you can do that. Usually it's a kickoff, a turnover, or a punt. Uh, One's really good. One is really bad. And the punt is kind of somewhere in the middle, right? You you didn't turn the ball over. You didn't force a mistake. You're you're choosing to give the ball back, but you didn't get any points from that drive. So it kind of is a little bit of a gray area, but essentially for uh, stat-wise... To me, punts are giving the ball back to the other team. So the more you force, the better you are, and the less you punt, the better you are. Because you're either scoring or you may be turning the ball over, but in the turnover margin, that portion will show up. Um, So with punts, TCU is second overall, and they average two punts per game. West Virginia is 17th, and they average 4.3. So that goes to TCU. Now, opponent punts. How many punts you force your opponent? West Virginia is 17, and they force four punts per game. TCU is 21, and they force 3.3. So certainly that shows our our defense is getting more stops. Uh, Turnover margin. TCU leads this one. They are ranked 41st at .3 turnovers per game uh, in the plus category, and we are 59th. At an even zero. So the two that we had against Texas Tech uh, put us back to zero. But, you know, 59, still pretty decent, right? You're in the, the top half of college football. And then penalties per game. Uh, as we talked about before, this was a big X factor for Texas Tech. And certainly West Virginia dominates TCU in this category. We are 14th 
with four penalties per game, and TCU is 110th at 7.7. So you think about Texas Tech, they had nine penalties for 96 yards. TCU averages 7.7. So certainly they've had above that, they've had below that, uh, but that's kind of a high number, right? And again, that could play a factor. If, If we play disciplined football and don't shoot ourselves in the foot, we will probably win a lot of games. Um, so with that said, we'll we'll um, average these rankings out. West Virginia comes out to a 48.142, and TCU is a 42.142. So a slight edge to TCU in the overall rankings. But to be honest, it's not as big as I thought it was going to be. Right? I think a lot of us, at least me, still have this persona as TCU played the national championship last year. So they are this tough team that you're going to have to get by, which is still true. They are, they're, they're still a good team, but they're certainly not the team from last year. And um, as we see, they are vulnerable. They were against uh, Colorado um, and really they haven't had much of a test. They played Houston and SMU outside of that. And uh, you know, those teams aren't really knocking down the door to get in any kind of playoff or conference championship right now. So to say that TCU, not necessarily an easy schedule, but certainly not as hard as West Virginia's. And that plays out in our strength of schedule. Um, West Virginia leads TCU by about 40 ranks uh, in strength of schedule. So if we apply that to the average ranking, it favors West Virginia. We come out with a .501 and TCU is a .714. Again, if you're not familiar with how I do these rankings, the closest to one you are, the closer to one you are, or even zero, the better. Uh, So the lower the number, the better you are. So 0.501 is certainly better than 0.714. And that is a margin of 0.2128, which actually is a larger margin than it was against Texas Tech or Pitt. Against Texas Tech, we had a 0.02 advantage, and against hit, it was a 0.05. So certainly 0.2128 is a much better margin than those two. And, you know, that played out as West Virginia won. So as far as these categories go, you know, TCU has the slight advantage in the rank. But again, when you apply the strength of schedule, which I think is a huge factor, and I'll say it again, you can put up a lot of numbers, but if you do it against low quality teams, it doesn't mean a lot. If you do it against high quality teams, it means a lot. So while we don't outrank TCU, we certainly have had a harder schedule. Um, So with that said, that plays in West Virginia's favor. But now we'll jump into, in the next segment, uh, some more detailed stats like rushing, passing, uh, red zone scoring margin, and sacks. And we'll see where West Virginia comes out. So before we get into the second category of numbers, I wanted to point something out I forgot about in the last segment. So the overall ranking that I use, um, you know, coming into this week against TCU, I said that West Virginia had a 48.14 average ranking in the seven categories I listed. And I want to show you the progression of the team Uh, at the pit game. We averaged 90.8 in our overall rankings. Uh, with with the seven categories. 
We go to TCU, or I'm sorry, uh, Texas Tech. Our average ranking was 51.14. So with TCU, it's now 48.14. So you can see an upward trend in where we're going into the rankings. Definitely showing improvement as a team. Now we'll jump into the other stats. Um, TCU really uh, dominates kind of <laughs> in, in these categories. Um, and so did the other teams. So we'll see where it plays out. In rushing yards, uh, TCU ranks number seven. They rush for 234.7 yards per game. West Virginia is ranked 56 at 151.3. So certainly uh, that's very good for TCU. Obviously top 10 in rushing, um, but it can be argued that they have not faced a defense like West Virginia. Certainly Colorado, Houston, and SMU give up more points uh, and yards than West Virginia has. Uh, so we'll we'll get into that a little bit later. But opponent rushing yards, TCU is ranked 15th. They only give up 84.7 yards per game. West Virginia is ranked 74th. They give up 145.3. Uh, so there's going to be a real battle. And I think that could be a real test of who's going to win is who... Um, comes out on top in the rushing game. Now, again, TCU only allows 84.7, but you look at Colorado, Houston, SMU, um, they, they're not a power rushing team like West Virginia is. Certainly, um, TCU hasn't faced a team like West Virginia. So there's a lot of questions uh, that will be answered on Saturday, really about both teams. Um, so we look at passing yards. TCU ranks 23 at 286 per game. West Virginia is 128 at 107 yards per game. Uh, certainly this is going to be another factor for West Virginia. That's going to have to improve. Uh, you know, when your yards per play is ranked 128th and your passing yards per play, or I'm sorry, per game is 128, that's easy to see where our weakness is. And I don't think it's hard to find, you don't even have to look at the numbers. If you just watch the games, you can see that our passing game is not where it needs to be. Uh, if we want to continue this trend uh, of, of, you know, of winning and, and securing, you know, to me, at least an eight game or an eight win season, you know, if that's seven wins in a bowl or just eight wins in the regular season in a bowl, I think that's where we need to be. Mm, so opponent passing yards per game, uh, we outrank TCU. We are 29th. We only give up 191.3, and TCU is ranked 124th. They give up 331. So this will be an interesting challenge, right? Our, our, our passing game has struggled, but TCU ranks near the bottom in yards given given up. So is our passing game uh, a matter of we're not getting it done, or we faced decent defenses? And for TCU's part, you know. Have they faced really good offenses? Uh, or are they just terrible at defense? Um, I'm probably going to say, at least with Colorado and Houston, that they have faced some pretty good offenses. We know what Dana Horgerson can do. We know he likes to throw the ball around. As we've seen with Colorado, they love to throw the ball around. They're putting up a lot of points and a lot of yards. So that can factor into TCU's low ranking. That will probably come down a little bit facing West Virginia with our struggling passing game. But certainly there are opportunities uh, for West Virginia to make plays. Again, like Texas Tech, 
the plays were there. They just have to be executed. And the same is going to be with TCU. Um, now we look at red zone scoring margin. Again, these are TDs only. Um, to me, once you get in the red zone, if you're scoring TDs over field goals, obviously you're just you're a much better team. Uh, so that's why I leave out field goals. Field goals are kind of... I mean, you get points, yes, but it's it's not as... Obviously, it's not as advantageous as scoring a touchdown. So it's kind of getting a B instead of an A once you're in the red zone. Uh, again, you know, throwing my grading system out there. But for TCU, uh, they have been in the red zone 19 times, and they have scored 10 touchdowns. That is a 52.6% um, touchdown uh, margin. Or, I'm sorry, touchdown rating while in the red zone. That ranks them at 107. West Virginia is 84th in the country. We have been in the red zone 15 times and come away with 11 touchdowns, which is good for 73%. And that, again, is rated 84th in the country. So certainly we have a higher rate. Uh, TCU has been in the red zone more times, but we have scored more touchdowns when given that opportunity. So looking at sacks, TCU has 4.3 sacks per game. That's ranked second in the country. And West Virginia is at 1.3, which is rated 93rd. Uh, Now, with this stat, you don't want to put too much into it. Sacks are great. Obviously, uh, those are drive killers for other teams, you know, especially if you can get them in second, third, and long. Uh, But it doesn't factor in pressures. And even though West Virginia hasn't got a lot of sacks, they do get a lot of pressures. Um, You know, forcing bad throws, uh, making the QB scramble, throwing the run, maybe making him, the QB, make decisions he doesn't want to. So that can factor into that as well. Um, That is a stat that's kept by analytics. I I don't have it um, just simply because I don't have certain access to some some of these stats but overall you kind of get an idea with our sacks uh and sack percentage of of what the team can do now opposing sacks per game this is what we give up tcu gives up 1.7 they are rated 46 in the country west virginia gives up two they are rated 56 in the country so certainly not a lot of uh advantage for TCU in this it's I would say it's even but it's pretty close and then we look at sack percentage again this is the uh the percentage of the time that you get a sack when there's an opportunity so again mostly pass plays so TCU ranks 18th overall and they get a sack 10% of the time they have the opportunity West Virginia is ranks 102nd in the country and they get a sack 4.12% of the time. So certainly that favors TCU. And this is something that's going to be a battle, right? Um, as you can see in the sack category, TCU is ranked second, 18 and 46. West Virginia is 93rd, 100 second, 56. So that's going to be a battle with our offensive line and, and their, uh, their front seven on defense for TCU. Uh, who is going to win that battle? I would like to think West Virginia. I I think we have a better O-line than they do D-line. And again, you have to factor in who have they played. Colorado, Houston, SMU. 
I don't know that they have the same O-line that West Virginia has. And again, with these sacks, they can be a little overrated, right? Because they don't factor in forcing the QB to make bad decisions uh, or, you know, forcing overthrows or throwing out of bounds, right? That, that stuff is not factored in. But overall, when you average these rankings, West Virginia is at a 77.75 average ranking and TCU as a, is a 42.75. So clearly an advantage on TCU's part. Um, but before we get into anything else, I do want to look at the other stats uh, and I want to show you how we are improving as the season goes. So in these categories that I just listed, against Pitt, going into the Pitt game, our average ranking was 91. Going into Texas Tech, it was 82. Now going into TCU, it's 77. So clearly there is an upswing in these categories as we go throughout the season. Now again, I'll rate these averages with the strength of schedule. West Virginia comes out at a .809, and TCU is at a .724. So the advantage goes to TCU by a margin of .0853. So now when I, if I average the two uh, outputs from both categories, West Virginia comes out at a .655, and TCU at a .719. So again we get the margin of uh, in favor of West Virginia at 0.0637. Now compare that to previous games. So again, at TCU, it's 0.063. Against Texas Tech, they were actually favored 0.035. Then against Pitt, West Virginia was favored at 0.1071. I know that's a lot of numbers to throw at you, and your head's probably swimming if you're even paying attention right now. Um, but I'll, I'll put this out there for you. With that margin at Pitt, that was the biggest one. We beat them by 11. Texas Tech was favored by .03. We beat them by 7. This still favors West Virginia against TCU by .06. So it's kind of in between. So we're looking at uh, maybe about 4 or 5 points. Uh, according to this, if it, if it holds up to be true. So West Virginia would be favored by that much. Um, I don't know if it's going to work out that way. I hope so. Um, but I'll we'll, we'll get into that in the next segment. I'll kind of have my final thoughts on the game, and then I will give my final score prediction for West Virginia at TCU. So we're going to close out this episode and I'm going to give you my final thoughts on the game coming up against TCU uh, and my final score prediction. This is a tough one. Uh, this might even be uh, more difficult than trying to figure out the Texas Tech score. Um, so far, I have been right on all my predictions. I am uh, four for four on the season from what I've predicted. And certainly the numbers favor West Virginia as far as um, the average rankings. Like I said, we were favored against Pitt. Uh, actually, Texas Tech was favored according to the numbers, but we still won. And now we are favored against TCU. Uh, according to my statistics and how I 
output everything and my averages. Um, it's a hard one. And, and what I'll say about the game is West Virginia has to be able to connect on passes. That, that's all there is to it. If everything else in our game, special teams, the run game, the O-line, the, the defense, the secondary, if everything performs to the standard that they have so far this season, all we need is a slight uptick in the passing game. And I've kind of said this the whole time. And really, the last two games, we have got away with it. Um, Pitt as a subpar offense. Um, Tech came in a little staggering. Um, TCU is not either one of those things. And that's that's a little what the concern is for me. Um, like I said, if everything operates the way it has been, I'm good with that, except for the passing game. I could see a little more out of the rushing game as far as explosive plays. Um, But that's certainly not something that's been holding us back. And if we can just connect on those open plays, you know, some of those were layups against Texas Tech. Uh, uh, And I think we, I won't say we got lucky. We we earned that win. Um, But if you notice towards the end, uh, their their backup quarterback, Texas Tech, when when the weather stopped, and they were able to sling the ball around. They were taking advantage. And, you know, they were clawing their way back. And had there been maybe five more minutes in the game, who knows? They, they could have won. Now, I know that's a big what if. Uh, but the momentum was certainly changing in their favor. And I want to clarify, in the last segment, I did say that it would be about a four-point advantage for West Virginia. Um, I actually calculated that wrong. So really, it comes out to about a two-point advantage um, compared to what the numbers said against Pitt, compared to what they said against Texas Tech, and what they say against TCU. Um, you know, if, if any of this is actually right, I'm no <laughs> mathematician, if you guys have probably figured it out by now. But that averages to about a, a, a two-point advantage. Now... What is the difference in our last two games, or even three games, to TCU? Well, the last three games were at home. Uh, The last three games, there was an offense that was struggling. And there was... um, The last three games, you had subpar QB play. Certainly, Duquesne, you know, being FCS, uh, he could be a good quarterback at that level, but certainly not at the Power 5 level. Pitt's quarterback played terrible. And Texas Tech, their starter, uh, Shuck, even though he has had quality games before, he did not look good in that game. And obviously, I think the weather played some a bit of a factor, right? Uh, and when their backup came in, he looked kind of subpar at first. But again, like I said, once the, the weather started clearing up and... Texas Tech was able to uh, contain our run game. They really started making a push and coming back. And again, those are all three home games. Well, what's different about this game? Well, it's one, it's not at home. And two, you don't have a struggling quarterback or a struggling offense. TCU can score. And their quarterback, Chandler Morris, is a legit. 
QB. Um, he's not staggering coming into this game. You know, he's thrown for over a thousand yards already, 1,109 TDs and three interceptions. Um, their top receiver, uh, Richardson, 14 receptions, 185 yards. Certainly has outplayed any of our wide receivers. Now, you know, Hudson Clement is our leading receiver, but that was mostly in one game against Duquesne. Other than that, we have not had a lot of production in the past game, and, and that's what scares me. And I think TCU is going to be a little too much for our defense um, because I don't think our offense can keep up. I think they're capable, but they haven't shown me that yet, right? Uh, they haven't shown us that they can consistently move the ball down the field and even have explosive plays. You know, they've done it a handful of times through the season, but that's an area we've really struggled. Now, a big difference will be if Garrett Green is playing or Markio is playing. Uh, that's certainly going to change uh, the the game plan and the playbook, right? If, if Green is there, the playbook's going to open up. So that could make a difference as well. Uh, but right now, I, I, I just think TCU's offense is going to be a little too much for our defense to completely stop. And I think it's going to go the way of, of Texas Tech, except for, I think our defense is going to start to break down a little quicker towards the end. And, and we've seen that, right? Uh, they, they play strong in the beginning, but when the offense is not matching uh, the production level, we're not scoring points, eventually that dam starts to break. For, the, for our defense. And and I think we're going to see that against TCU. And this is a much better offense than Texas Tech. And this is going to be the best offense that we've seen since Penn State. At least as far as talent-wise. Uh, and a little bit production-wise as well. Um, so with that said, you know, I, I, I said that West Virginia would be favored by about two points according to my my system here. And, and the way I weigh that out is I look at the each category and then I look at the average of both categories and then I look at where they're rated uh, in my college football rating system. So certainly West Virginia has the advantage in one category. Uh, the, the first one I ran through. TCU has the advantage in the second category. So those even out. When you average those together, West Virginia has the advantage. And then when you look at the rating, TCU has the advantage. I have them rated higher than West Virginia right now. So that's an even draw as far as that goes. What's going to be the difference? I think the fact that TCU has a home field advantage. I think the fact that they have a very good offense, uh, a legit quarterback, and unlike Pitt and Tech, that quarterback is not staggering or having trouble finding his way. He's, he's playing very good right now, and so is the entire offense. So with that said, I think that gives TCU that slight advantage. So my final prediction, and I hope I'm wrong, uh, my final prediction is going to be TCU 28, West Virginia 27. I think I have them favored by one. And I think that's strictly because where they're playing. You know, they're playing in Fort Worth, 
under the lights, eight o'clock, uh, prime time, you know, at least on ESPN two. And I think TCU is going to be geared up for this game. You know, coming into here, we've had two dog fights. Uh, we got some players banged up. Uh, we're still trying to find ourselves offensively. And now we have to take it on, onto the road to one of the better teams in the, in the league, right? TCU is definitely in the top half. I think, however, this season shakes out, I think they're going to be there. Um, so that's a tough game to get. And we're, we're really needing that buy right now, I think, to heal some guys up, make some strides in our offense. But I think TCU is just going to be a little too much. I do think it's a tight game. Um, I certainly think West Virginia can win. But at this point, they have not shown me that they're going to be able to match TCU in their offense. Now, our defense could come to play like they did the last two games and create some havocs, create some turnovers, and shorten the field for us. That's certainly going to make a difference. But I think late in the game, if our offense is is not getting those explosive plays uh, and getting us in the red zone, I, I think that, that's going to break our defense a little and, and, and TCU is going to take advantage of it. So that's my final prediction. Again, I hope I'm wrong. Um, you know, as a fan, deep down in my gut, I, I want to say West Virginia. But looking, you know, how I've analyzed all the other games, how I analyze this one, uh, I do have TCU in favor, 28-27. to 27. So that's going to close up this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. There's a, a lot of numbers flying around. I didn't get to my college football rating system. Um, I haven't updated it completely just enough so I could see where West Virginia and TCU land. Uh, but I will certainly post that on Twitter or X and Facebook so you guys can look at that. And I have all my rankings and stuff like that. So, again, thanks guys for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next time. I want to thank all of Mountaineer Nation for listening to another episode of the Bearded Eared podcast titled Trust the Beard. Remember, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And for more social media content, follow me on X and on Facebook at Earbeard. That's E-E-R-B-E-A-R-D. Once again, thanks for listening. And as always, let's go Mountaineers! Mountaineers!